Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rose irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitt. I'm your host. I'm your driver. I'm so happy you're here joining me in the passenger seat. I hope you had a wonderful week, but if you didn't, you are in the right place. Let's chat about it. Um, this week is a lot of fun because joining us in the studio for the very first time, and I say in the studio, but really over Zoom because I'm Typhoid Mary right now, um, we have m- one of my best friends and somebody that you're going to be hearing from a lot on this show, my girl, Claudia. This is Claudia Vera. A friend of the show say hello hi everybody it's me <laughs> oh my god I'm so happy that you are joining us but me mostly it's um, a pleasure the pleasure's all mine I wanted like literally from the minute that I conceived of doing this show I was like I want Claudia to do it with me um, like truly like in June, I remember like writing out like a year ago, like I remember writing out like, yeah, I, I, I want Claudia to join me. But, uh, when I was thinking about it, I was like, there was a part of me that just, I had to prove to myself and I'm sure you understand why, uh, that I could do it on my own, you know? Yeah. I mean, you gotta like first take the leap and then invite others to swim to use like a very stupid metaphor but yeah no I loved the metaphor it's a good metaphor no I'm just so I'm just really happy because I feel like I've proved it to myself and now I get to have fun and hang out with a friend all the time Uh, can't wait to see you not over a little little box (laughs) I know this is so sad um I was so excited so I have COVID hooray (laughs) bro I got COVID um and it's the first time I've had it did you have it? You had it. You had it yeah. like twice, had it, like, didn't you? I had it in okay, I definitely like had it when I didn't know. I'm I had pretty it. sure I gave it to you. I think yeah. you know? Yeah, I think you were the person that gave it to me when I like officially had it. So Except I like never had a positive test then. Yeah. So you just I don't were know. like gifting it to me. Yeah, it's like you had it and then my ex also had it at the same time. And I was like, there's no other explanation. Yeah, like, you're just spreading it. But now Look who, look who tested positive. <laughs> look who tested positive. In 2022. It's actually embarrassing to have COVID in May of 2022. Yeah. You're like a little, little late to the game. I'm going to be honest. I'm so late to the game. Like monkeypox is in now. Like yeah. I'm so passe. I'm gauche. Um, it's fine. I, it sucks. So yeah, Claudia was supposed to come over. I have her microphone <laughs> set up <laughs> in the corner. It's like very sad. 
But then I was like, we could do it over Zoom, I guess. But it's sad. I guess. No, it's no, totally it's- giving... It's giving like early 2020 vibes for sure. Literally, I'm feeling like I'm in May 2020. It's very odd. I, yeah, and I'm not loving it. But yeah, so COVID and it, it hasn't been that bad, probably because I have a lot of vaccine in my body. <laughs> You're just juiced up. I'm real juiced up. Like I, <laughs> You've got the potions running through you. They were like, I'm, we're going to really just like jack this girl. Like my veins are rock hard from, <laughs> from COVID vaccines. <laughs> But I'm not allowed to leave my house yet. And I'm really fucking bored. Claudia, I'm so fucking bored. I miss you. So I I feel like it's already being in different boroughs. I'm like, we're so like LDR. And now there's like truly a a virus holding us back. I know. It's so sad. Like I miss you. And you were you were abroad. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen you since (laughs) since you were in, in I think I blacked that out of my memory. That was a weird trip. (laughs) Fun times. Fun times. But yeah, it hasn't been so bad. I'm just really fucking bored. I am not like... Some of you may know this about me. I'm not like the cleanest person. I mean, I clean, but like uh, kind of only when I'm dirty. No, I'm just like very messy. I've been so bored. I've just cleaned everything in my home. Done a real, a real scrub. That's amazing. Like, I think if anything, you it's like when you bounce back from a breakup by like getting a revenge bod, you're getting like a revenge home <laughs> right now. Like you're giving yourself a revenge house. My revenge house. Revenge against what? COVID, I guess. Yeah. Big well, COVID. I was like excited because I was like, OK, after, you know, five days, I'm going to like wash my hair because I didn't wash my hair like the whole time I was kind of uh, isolating, which is going to sound gross, but whatever. Yeah, I didn't. You were marinating. Yeah, I was marinating. I didn't shave my legs or anything. And, you know, I just like let myself be a little gross. My apartment was terrifying, scary hoarder mm-hmm. mess. And then I was like, okay, on Sunday, I'm going to like wash my hair and shave and exfoliate and clean everything. And then on Monday, I'll feel so good and I'll like be able to like see Claudia and I'll like do stuff. No, 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 no. Why would you um, be granted joy? You know, (laughs) the universe said, why, why do that? Should she be happy? No, no. Let's like add some more turmoil. She's been too happy lately. Yeah, <laughs> we need to humble her. <laughs> we gotta like make sure she's staying down to earth. No, it's it's really, really, truly, but like the sick aspect of it sucked for like two, three days, and now it's fine. But I'm out of, I'm out of shit to do. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's almost worse. I'm. It's it's good that you like aren't feeling sick, and that of like technically you're like all good. But like <laughs> not feeling sick and still having to be stuck inside, I'm sure is like it's, even worse it's because you're horrible. just like. I'm, you're like, I, I could be outside. Yeah, and I'm I'm not tired at night, like because I do <sighs> nothing. I can't do anything all day. Like usually, I'm like walking around and running errands and doing stuff and getting tired out. I can't do that, so I like lay in bed for three hours every night, being like, <laughs> "That's horrible." You need like zoomies in your apartment. Like you what? need to just like zoomies around and just tucker yourself out, just like, a like little dog. do little laps around the apartment. My apartment yeah. is not big enough to do zoomies. If anything, like. You can become the upstairs neighbor for your downstairs neighbors where they're like, what the fuck is she doing? Like, what could she possibly? (laughs) Yeah. Like, what could you possibly be doing? And it's actually just you like sprinting. So it was your friend's birthday. 
yeah so it was it was my roommate's birthday um so it's always really nice to just like be able to have celebratory energy in the air but it was definitely one of those weekends where I was like so many of my friends were just like out of commission like you had COVID (laughs) Renzi had COVID my friend Jackie has her ex who now I guess is not her ex visiting in town like every friend just had like something going on where I was like am I alone like am I <laughs> does everyone hate me and I'm just like a loser so yeah actually we were, none of us have COVID we were all just hanging out without you I, literally I was like I wonder what the group chat name is called <laughs> I wouldn't know it said fuck Claudia all mm-hmm. my homies hate Claudia that's the literally group chat. so it was fine <laughs> It was like it was a long weekend, but it was one that I like had such high expectations for and just did not meet those expectations. So I had to adjust them, which is kind of tough. I feel like every holiday weekend is like that. Like, I feel like I never have as good of a holiday weekend as I want to have. Literally, it's like I I don't know what would make my weekend feel like, oh, yes, because like I don't I, I don't really drink anymore so it's not like I would be like oh I want to go get like fucked Fucked up and get crazy and I'm not single so it's not like I'm like I want to like hook up with a hot person like and the fact that those are the only two like crazy wild fun things I can think of is pretty sad (laughs) (laughs) and they're also the two things where I'm like don't really want to do either of those. That's so. how I feel, though, too. Sometimes I'm like, what is even fun? Like, I, I have no idea. I'll say this. If I had a boat, that's what I would want to do for yeah. a weekend, like Memorial Day weekend. You just go on the boat and you lay on it. Oh. And maybe you have a, a a frosty beverage of some kind. Oh, my God. Like sunscreen. a pina colada. Mm, something icy. Mm, sunscreen. No, you mm. know I love the smell of, of sunscreen. Yeah. I, I like yeah. want to eat sunscreen. I know... I'm telling you, coconut yogurt. Why does it really? Coconut yogurt makes me think I'm eating sunscreen and I love it. I'm like, mmm, yummy. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So is it like coconut flavored or is it like coconut milk yogurt? Um, it's so I get one from Trader Joe's that's like whole milk, which it does fuck up my stomach. Bitch. I'll admit. I'll admit. But it's um like it has coconut cream in it and like little coconut pieces and it's Ooh. so thick so creamy Ooh. and i literally feel like i'm eating copper tone and i love yes. it yes yeah god why does it smell so good i would also wear a perfume that smelled like sunscreen like the like really tropical yes. flavored sunscreen hollister used to have one that smelled like sunscreen and it had like one of those old timey squeezy balls that oh. would like, i feel like the vibe for the summer for sure like what I always want to like look like in the summer is like okay like natural hair like not like blow drying or anything just letting it be it's like natural texture like freckles fresh like all your skin is really glowy because you've got like body oil and sunscreen on you smell a little like um tropical and salty because like you were sweating maybe but the ocean air and like you just look like a girl who plays volleyball like beach volleyball (gasps) yes you know what I mean literally Oh my God, I was at a park today and people were playing volleyball and I was like, I will never look as hot (laughs) as these people look because like they're athletic, they're like glistening, but not in like a dripping sweat way. No, no, they're shining, they're sparkling, they're tan. They're athletic, they've got that like leg muscle. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh God. God, do I want a leg muscle? I have none. Mm. I have those American girl doll legs. (laughs) 
and they just kind of look like, no I do I really do I got my mom calls them peasant knees <laughs> she says we've got peasant knees that are good for kneeling in the field and picking potatoes and I said that is offensive to me why would you say that <laughs> why would you say this to me Never talk oh. about your body with your mom because she'll say no. things like peasant knees. Literally, when moms like, <laughs> criticize themselves, like my mom will look in the mirror and be like, I just don't like looking at myself. I don't think I look good. I'm like, then you go turn around and say, we look so much like one another. I'm like, <laughs> what? Excuse me? What is that? My mom is so always you like, think I'm ugly? <laughs> we're twins. And then you're like, oh, but I literally hate everything about myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sick cool and then when i'm like yeah i don't like myself she's like what you're beautiful i'm like what kind of mental illness are we dealing with girl where do you think i got it from god anyways should be a fun episode yeah (laughs) these tangents no the tangents are are good because usually i get off on tangents but i'm talking to myself yeah yeah it's hard to pull off but if anyone can do it it's me (laughs) If anyone, (laughs) (laughs) Ellie's getting naked on the Zoom. (laughs) My full boob just popped out. Okay, let's get it. Let's do. (laughs) What are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? Okay, got a couple. We got three DMs and a voicemail. So we have what is the protocol on meeting with your ex for coffee when he has when he's in a new relationship. We're going to have a little chat about pick me men because I got an interesting DM about that. And then a question about losing your quote unquote bad bitch feeling when you are in a relationship. And then the voicemail uh, is kind of crazy. I'm actually going to save that for you guys to hear it because I was like, what? When I heard it. Uh, And I think you deserve to feel that way as well. (laughs) So without further ado, let's get into our first DM. Where it's like, you're in the club with me, 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 me. That was really good. <laughs> thank like, you. That was oh, really thanks, good. <laughs> oh, I totally okay. am practicing. Did you practice that? Be no. honest. You no. did. Stop. <laughs> That's like your best impression. <laughs> it's my party trick. It's just Love Island transition music. This DM is from Anna, and Anna says this. That sounds like Dr. Seuss. Okay. She said, what is the protocol on meeting your ex for coffee when he has a girlfriend? Um, her and her ex live in different countries, but he's she's going to the city that he lives in and they're meeting for coffee. They ended on good terms, but it was because of distance, not because of fighting. They haven't seen each other in a while because, again, they live in different countries. Um, She's over him and has been dating a lot since then. She doesn't feel sad about it, but she's curious about how she's doing and she knows she probably won't get the chance to see him again. So she just wants some tips about what if it's kosher to do it, how she should you know behave, like if it's, you know, just tips, general tips. On seeing an ex. Um, yeah. Yeah. I. It's, de- it's definitely a good question because I feel like it's very difficult to end a relationship and then like just truly never see that person again. Yeah. It's like, if anything, it kind of makes it easier, but you're stuck in the place you were when the relationship ended, kind of. You know? Wait, like, I feel like it 
when a relationship ends and then you no longer see one another, like while Mm. it could be good in the short term, you can sometimes find yourself like you never have that messy, like kind of fading out period. So you're stuck in that moment. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like right where you left me by Taylor Swift. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Uh, no, I I. Okay, I am the number one advocate of don't fucking ever sleep with your ex. Don't text your ex. Don't get back together with your ex. Don't do it. Don't don't do it. It's almost never worth it. I I truly have never heard a story where I was like, oh, and that ended up worth it. Like, <laughs> ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in this circumstance, I feel like, yeah, go and see your, see your ex. Yeah, I mean, her question about whether or not it's kosher, I think my main piece of advice would be like make sure that the girlfriend knows like just triple (laughs) check with him that the girlfriend knows because at the end of the day like you can only take him for his word and like I would hope that he's being honest with his current partner about like what's going on but if the girlfriend knows that the girlfriend's cool with it then I think that's fine and like she just needs to it seems like she knows what her expectations are going in she understands that like things aren't going to happen. He's like in a new place. She's in a new place. So I don't know. I don't see why she shouldn't. I don't think there's a reason not to. I And I also think it's good, even if you kind of don't want to see him, like getting that closure can be really helpful. Like, God, my, <laughs> you know, my ex is obsessed with being friends with his exes. I don't really <laughs> have that feeling. Like, I don't really care about being friends with my exes. I don't want them to die. But I also don't really care to see them. Um, Keep up on them living. (laughs) No, like I just I hope you're well. But like I don't really need to know if you're well, you know. Uh, But he's got a very different perspective on that. So he wanted to get coffee before he moved out of New York. And I was like, fine. (laughs) Like I I didn't. There was no part of me that was like, this is going to be so good. I'm going to get these things off my chest. Like I'm really excited. I literally was like, fine. Like, like this is something to add. I like I don't think this is gonna do much for either of us here but fine but then it ended up actually being good because I just kind of yelled at him and that felt good (laughs) I didn't expect for for that to happen like I didn't expect like I feel like when you haven't seen each other a really long time maybe you forget certain things uh and then you're with them you're like face to face with them and you're like now hang on just a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're like that's that's not something I've missed. No, like, that I just... is a quirk that I don't think about. And also, it's like kind of a nice test too, because like sitting across from them, you're really gonna know if you're over them or not. Like yeah. you're oh, really gonna 100%. know if th- those feelings are really gone. Like I literally was sitting there and I was just like, was I on crack? Was that it? Yeah. You're was like it, who? Was it drugs? <laughs> Who was in that relationship? Not I, said the fly. Like, I don't I don't know who that was. I, I don't know her. No disrespect to that girl, but I do not know who that is. Like, <laughs> no, sorry to that girl. Sorry to that girl. I do not know it's, who she is. It can be tough. I mean, like, I've definitely had it where I've gone to see an ex after some time passed, even if they, like, aren't seeing someone new. And just, it's crazy how in... I don't know how long she said like since they broke up, but like even in the span of a few months, just how much a person can change when they're not with you. Because I think we don't realize that like when you're in a relationship, 
you tend to kind of like almost implicitly mirror one another in certain ways and your behaviors can kind of like begin to mirror each other. And so when you see them away from that scenario, it can sometimes be jolting to be like, wait, who are you? Like when you're just... When you're when you're just you like, yeah, and not in the context of like, we've spent every day together or Mm -hmm. like, I know everything about you. Like very strange. It can be quite jarring. And like, sometimes that is a it it can be sad, but also kind of freeing because you're like, oh, you are a person outside of who I've had in my head and like who is outside of my relationship. I think overall, it's almost always a good thing, but you need to know yourself. Like, yes, y- you, yes. you need to know because some of us like and no, no tea, no shade, like absolutely none. But some of us are weak. <laughs> like some oh, of weak. you, some of you <laughs> myself out. Oh, I know. <laughs> Listen, I know some of you cannot be trusted. To, like, yeah, sit no. down with you your need ex. to like you need to look in the mirror and be like, do I want to fuck this man? <laughs> And if you do, if you do, okay. No, don't. Don't. No, 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 don't. <laughs> I want to make that, that the party line here is very clear. Don't. Yes. <laughs> do not. That would be awful on so many levels. But just like be honest with yourself about what you want to come out of this interaction. And also understand that like if you do want a certain outcome that involves like a romantic edge that probably will not happen and if that's what you want you probably should not go into this interaction I mean I honestly feel like especially if you're dating men going into it with any kind of expectation of any kind of like revelation or like I I know that I went into it being like I want a fucking apology I want an apology Mm -hmm. you know did I get an apology let me tell you, only after I said, he he said, like, well, you did this. And I said, yes, well, I apologize for that. And you did it. And then he said, OK, I'm sorry. <laughs> there it is. Like, there it is. Did I leave that interaction feeling better than I walked into it? No, because like I had expectations that I was going to feel this sense of relief. And I just didn't. I just felt sad for my past self. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I don't. I think it's a good thing. It's a good thing to sit down and really like confront your past and really like have that moment. But you know, don't go into it with like feeling like this is going to be the key that unlocks, you know, all of those negative feelings you might have or um, unlocks the sadness and makes you just feel a hundred percent better. Like chances are you're going to leave that interaction feeling a little confused, maybe a little sad, maybe a little, you know, just because it's yeah. it's hard. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. And like, honestly, this might sound kind of bleak, but I genuinely think the best case scenario is that you walk away feeling pretty like neutral or like indifferent. The indifference is like the most freeing. Yeah. And especially if you're someone, I mean, for me, I'm such like a, oh, I feel like I need to take care of everyone in my life. And like what was really difficult, challenging for me about my my breakup was I I genuinely worried about him. And so sitting down with him and kind of being able to have a moment of like, okay, first of all, he's fine. But second of all, it's really not my problem anymore. And it should never have been my problem. Uh, That was relieving in a way as well. But again, like you're going to have mixed emotions. Just please do not go into it being like, we're going to fall back in love. (laughs) Yeah, he's going to be like, actually, things with my GF have not been working. And I've been thinking about you. Like, I'm, I hate to break it to you, girl, but that is not going to happen. And if it does, yikes. Run. If, yeah. it, if it does, run. Run. Like, literally get Sprint. on a plane. 
get on a plane and leave. Leave the country. Yeah. Like that's a bad, it's a bad situation. Yeah. I mean, if anything, just look at it as like you're meeting up with someone who knew you for a really tender part of your life. And it doesn't mean like you have to close that chapter, but it just means you can like, I don't know. File it away a little bit. Turn the page. Yeah. Turn the page is a good (laughs) metaphor. Honestly, you should be glad that you're not just like running into him out of the blue. Like at least having like a set date to like sit down with him, have coffee, a very controlled environment, a public place. Like it's not a jump scare. And and that's a fucking <laughs> blessing because <laughs> you yeah. remember. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. That oh. was I I. I felt like I was a crisis handler in that moment oh my, in that I, cafe. So it was probably a week. I mean, it had to be like two, not even two weeks since it was fresh. It was like we had just broken up. I was meeting Claudia at a cafe to do some work and I'm walking down the street and who fucking walks past me? It's it's my ex. And he didn't see me because I'm below everybody's eye sight. Like, I really am. Like, there was no way he was going to see me. <laughs> um, I walked past him. I stopped on the street. I, like, turned around. I was like, oh, my God, that was him. And then I, like, walked. I, like, I'm, like, hyperventilating. It starts building. Yeah, because you're, like, was that an apparition from, like, <laughs> like the I deepest part of my psyche? <laughs> because also I am so face blind. Like, I am so – I don't know what anybody looks like. I think I see people all the time. And my friends are, like, that looks – nothing like this person babe you're seeing people that is not babe you're seeing people so i had to do a double take i was like yes that was him so i'm like hyperventilating i walk into honey brains i sit down i find claudia i'm like desperately like crawling my way to this table i sit down and just burst into tears i'm just sitting there with like my iced tea just you know on on google calendar being a girl boss and yeah you just you you came in like a tornado a little sad tornado if i recall correctly you were actually on like a meeting i think yeah that sounds about right you couldn't say anything to me you were looking at me like what happened i was like speaking with my eyeballs the camera went off real fast let's just say Camera off, I'm just mic off. sitting there like crying and she's just like, I literally can't talk. Like, I, I want to comfort you, but I can't. So it, oh. the jump so scare be glad is, that's not. Yeah. Be glad that you're not getting the jump scare is all yeah. I'm saying. Keep, keep the shit neutral. Keep mm-hmm. it neutral. Friendly. Stay in a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. You know. Don't maybe reminisce. Eat. Yeah. Don't romanticize. Don't go because- back and say, remember when we went to... No, you don't remember anything. You remember nothing. The past you had does memory not exist. Loss. Yeah, you don't remember anything from the past. All you remember is the present and the future. Mm-hmm. You know, because once you get in those dangerous reminiscences. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And if he tries to do some reminiscing, like you can just veer that conversation back to like, what are you doing now? How is your <laughs> life now? How is your how are you happy? How is your relationship? How mm-hmm. is your how are job? Your pets and your yes, you're exactly, exactly like and and I mean, <laughs> he's living in a different country, so you can always just be like, how has life been adjusting here? Like, yeah, you can be like, what's it like in Sweden? Did you see that Reddit thing about Sweden? Yeah, yeah, that not they eating don't dinner. feed guests dinner. That is mm-hmm. so weird. It's like leaving a dog in like a room. Uh, yeah, no, odd. it's super, super fucking odd. Super odd. Okay, 
I think we've gotten plenty. We've, of- <laughs> yeah, we've milked. We've we've milked that we've baby. Milked dry. that one for all its ew. <laughs> Yes, sorry. I don't know why I said that. No, it was gorgeous. I that's a saying. I loved milked that baby dry. <laughs> dry. I don't think that's a saying. So, okay, let's, didn't say that. let's get into our next DM. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, so I love therapy. I have always been a huge advocate for therapy. I've been seeing my therapist for, gosh, going on six years now. So she's basically like a homie, less of a therapist, more of a pal. Just kidding. She actually is really, really good at her job. And I have benefited immensely from therapy. I literally feel like I wouldn't be the woman that I am today if I didn't have therapy as a resource. I think it's so good to help you work through not only like your daily problems and you know your work issues or your friend issues, your relationship issues, but also like work through things that have been patterns in your life that maybe you've identified but don't really know how to fix or things like phobias, anxieties, things that you feel like you have a lack of control over. Therapy can be really helpful in making you feel like you do actually have control because you have more control than you think that you do. But I know that it is not easy for everybody to access therapy. And that's why I love today's sponsor, BetterHelp, because, uh, I mean, there are states in America even where there's like two therapists that take insurance, you know, like it's really, really important to have access to mental health and not everybody does. And BetterHelp makes it super, super easy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give it a try. It is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest, whatever it is, with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit betterhelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LND. There are some stories about my mom's life that I truly never get tired of hearing. From hilarious to heartfelt, tear-jerking to plot-twisting, her retelling of events always brings me joy. Just in time for Mother's Day, I found the perfect gift that captures all her stories for my family forever. It's called StoryWorth. StoryWorth helps you preserve precious memories and stories from your mother for years to come. Here's how it works. Each week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a thought-provoking question that you get to help pick. Like, how do you want to be remembered? Or, what was it like when you first learned how to ride a bike? StoryWorth makes the writing process a breeze. All your loved one needs to do is respond to that email with the story. Long or short, it doesn't matter. You'll be emailed a copy of your loved one's response as they're submitted over the course of the year. You'll get to enjoy their retelling of the stories you already knew or be surprised by stories you've never heard before. After a year of fun, StoryWorth compiles your loved one's stories and photos into a beautiful keepsake hardcover book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. I lost three of my four grandparents by the time I was six years old, so knowing that my future children and grandchildren would be able to get to know my parents on a personal level means everything to me. Families love StoryWorth. That's why it has more than 25,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot, with millions of stories preserved since they were founded over 10 years ago. Give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash Ellie. That's storyworth.com slash Ellie to save $10 on your first purchase.
Okay, this is a DM from somebody who is choosing to remain anonymous. They said, I have a question for your podcast about, quote, pick me men. For context, I identify as queer by man with outspoken progressive views. I've heard from many women my age, mid-20s, that they're wary of men who are outwardly feminist, which is absolutely 100% valid. What do you consider to be the difference between a pick-me feminist man and a legitimately helpful slash progressive feminist man? Thanks and love the show. Oh my god, I have so many and you know, feelings about this. I thought you might. And I was like, I got this DM. I was like, oh, this is a Claudia DM. Oh, I'm oh, ready. Oh my god. I literally What a the funny Oh no, oh tell me. Oh, oh no. I just had a little little anecdote. The other day I was sitting in my neighborhood park and a man walked by wearing a the future's female shirt. And I thought to myself, in that moment, I was like, there is nothing more sinister than seeing a man wearing a futurist female shirt because this is getting to my thesis of this question. Right. I think the main distinction is someone who is supportive and is an actual like open-minded and like actively, I don't want to say like ally, but yeah, you know, like someone who's actively word. like understanding like their position in the world and like where others lie does not have to advertise it. And like, does not have to label themselves as like, I'm an ally. I am a feminist. You just, you, you, real G's move in silence like lasagna. No, but so exactly. Real feminists. So do real feminists. They move in silence like lasagna. Like, you that don't makes have less to sense without the G it. part. But yes. I know. <laughs> you don't have to prove it to anybody. And like something about this kind of like movement or just like, I've noticed a lot of men online, specifically like leftist men who are very vocal about supporting women, which is all great, but right. sometimes I feel like it can be almost like weaponized or like used as a way to be like, I am a safe man. I am a safe, I'm a safe, good man. And you can, you can trust me and I get it. I understand. And it's like, and it's also like you, you don't get it and you, you don't have to put it on display in order to like, get some type of clout if that makes sense or like to get like yeah no I absolutely agree with you I I definitely think well I was at a bar before I got the bar I got COVID at the bartender was wearing a men should shut the fuck up shirt like a man and I was like where did you get that (laughs) yeah also like so uh, what do you want me to say like yeah nice like cool (laughs) you're different you're not like other guys you, you, get, you it. get it like you no sh- <laughs> okay it's, I mean it's tough it's a tough line to walk right because you we want men to identify as feminists we want men to be like I want equality and I want women to feel safe and I understand the things that women are going through and like be, you know have open ears for those types of, of things but you're right there's a certain kind of guy that uses it as Oh, oh, like almost weaponizes it as a way to uh, kind of like a, as a pickup tool. Like get women. Yeah. No, seriously. It's it, I mean, it goes back to like virtue signaling, like a leaning yeah. towards like I am doing and saying these things. But in my everyday life behind closed doors, like am I practicing these things? I mean, I also think that the best compliment that I could ever give to a man is that I feel safe around them. Like a guy that I feel safe around 
that is like the highest praise I can give you. And I think there is something. I think my one of my biggest fears is like thinking I am with someone that is safe and them weaponizing how safe I feel with them uh, and using it to take advantage of me in some way. Yeah. So it it is. It's like it's a very scary thing in particular when it comes to virtue signaling about feminism. And it's like be outspoken. Absolutely. Stand up for people in your life who are disadvantaged. Absolutely. Make sure that like those are values that you live your life with for sure. But don't first of all, don't talk over people who are have Mm -hmm. lived experience, you know, and then also like just it's a little tacky to be wearing like a futurist female shirt. It makes it's me just, think like you're trying to get bitches by being yeah. not like other men. And I don't yeah. like it. I don't like it. Like really do some inward investigation on like why the the reason why like you want women to feel safe around you. <laughs> I yes. think that's like a very tough question to ask yourself, but like really, I think a lot of, a lot of men who are like, I, I, might be a tough cookie to swallow but I feel like that's I've just noticed it in certain like certain spheres of like yeah absolutely I've also noticed sometimes well sometimes it's like you know there's this guy who's kind of like outwardly like oh I'm I'm so progressive and I'm a feminist and I'm soft and I'm you know this and that but then Mm -hmm. it's like okay but all your friends have sexually assaulted someone and you've never said shit to them about it you know there's like a difference between like ethics and aesthetics and I think a lot of people kind of take the aesthetics of like a progressive um like mindset and Mm. don't actually apply the ethics to their life yeah so that's what makes it like the pick me argument where Mm -hmm. it's like are you doing this because you genuinely believe in these things or is it because you're trying to get bitches like no I think it's I think it's very much uh, a rising epidemic <laughs> the pick, of me, pick man. me men the pick me man uh, yeah what el- what other qualities make a pick me man I'm a misandrist I Wait, am no. a- is that when you're sexist towards women no like, that's as a misogynist woman? no like if you're a woman who's sexist towards other women that's internalized misogyny Misandry is when you hate men. Men. Um, men. That would be a good drag name, Miss Andry. I'm sure somebody has used it. Damn. If they haven't, you're missing okay. out. <laughs> Free name. Um, when men when men try to like ex- I don't know why this is giving pick me energy to me. When a man tries to explain a Taylor Swift lyric to me. Ooh, ooh. I'm like, oh. yeah, no, I know. Like uh, imagine a man. <laughs> talking you through the lyrics of the man by taylor swift and being like yo honestly like men there literally is a double standard and actually like there's all these things that men can do that like women can't (laughs) it's like like literally that meme that's like damn just found out that blue lives don't matter (laughs) like damn just found out that the patriarchy exists by the way my dick's eight inches long (laughs) you're like okay there's been like a tide toward like 
and I don't want to sound like, oh my God, I don't want to sound like conservative in any way, shape or form. <laughs> but like, I think there is like a tide toward like you. And I, I speak in like the internet realm, like an internet clout of like being hyper woke especially as like someone who is like in a position of power, like a straight white man. And if you're like, I'm hyper woke, I'm going to uh, therefore like get clout for being hyper woke. Mm -hmm. That's like very insidious to me. And I, I feel like sometimes like there's signifiers there. There's, there's a through line. I don't know if it's just like my general mistrust of men in general, like always feeling like there's a sinister motive behind everything that's going yeah. on. But it's like, I'm sorry if you didn't behave that way. I wouldn't think that like there's I'm not like thinking that you have a sinister sinister motive for no reason. <laughs> like, yeah, I've, like I've been I've been proven. I've been proven to think this way. And it's just annoying. It's yeah. genuinely just annoying. Like I hate like there's truly nothing I hate more than thinking I've met a guy who is normal and nice and I feel safe around him and then I realized oh he was using that as a way to get close to me and now he's hitting on me and it's yeah. like oh. it's like was the only reason <laughs> that you like wanted to have these like intimate and like respectful conversations was because you were attracted to me because that doesn't make you a feminist like if you only respect women you're attracted to you are not a feminist sorry hate to break it yeah harsh truths on this episode Okay, I don't know if any of that made any goddamn sense. It was really just a, a rough exploration of the topic. Like it's kind of like a hard thing to pin down, you know. There, there, there is something that feels off about it, but I don't always know how to articulate why. Like the diff, what is the difference between being a pick me like man and, and a true feminist? But I think it really is your actions versus your aesthetics. Like, are you actually doing things that back up the words you're saying, or are you doing it because you want to look cool and woke and hot and get? cool chicks like what yeah. is it you know like that what's your motive it the motive it's like that's that's the internal question you have to ask and honestly the fact that this person dm'd and like was concerned about the optics of it and kind of was being like i just don't want to be like a pick me guy you know i genuinely want to be supportive like great step one you know yeah that's like a self-awareness that is beyond being like yeah men suck and like I'm one of the good ones. Like that's a self-awareness that is like, that's not even self-aware. Like, babe, that's just like. That's just, yeah, you're right. That's just having a <laughs> sense of self. <laughs> like the the person who DM'd actually seems like they're self-aware and want to like investigate their own like motives. And I think that it all comes back to that. Ultimately. It's always a good thing, man. It's a good thing. Let's get into our next DM, which I actually think you'll have some interesting thoughts about because we were literally talking about this. The other day. The COVID actually has been making me snort like when I laugh. Like a lot more. Oh my god, guys, COVID's a sigh up to make people French. <laughs> <laughs> COVID. <laughs> Le COVID say mal. That means bad. Um, okay. We <laughs> probably going to edit that out, but I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> okay. So this DM says, 
Can you talk about losing that, quote, bad bitch feeling when you're in a relationship? I 100% want my relationship, but I feel like it's aged me 10 years and I don't have the baddie presence I used to give off. Maybe I've been sane and this isn't a normal thing, IDK. I'm still confident, but I feel like I'm 30 and settled down and not 22 and still hot, even though I know I am. Maybe it's along the lines of not going out as much like you talked about before and feeling old, but how do I keep feeling like a baddie version simultaneously? Okay, first of all, I'm not even going to address the fact that we said 30 as though that was like a billion years old. But I know. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> wait a second. Girl, I'm closer to 30 than 20, so I don't know. No. Uh, no, I, I think this is a good question. And I want to start this off by saying you're not insane. No I feeling that you have, first of all, ever makes you insane. So let's let's start there. Um, but mm-hmm. secondly, this is actually a very normal thing. I can't even tell you. First of all, I've had this feeling. Every friend I've ever met has had this feeling like there is something about being a relationship because of our culture's kind of emphasis on the like single party girl like lifestyle. It makes you feel like just because you're not doing some of those activities that you're missing out or you're boring or you're broken or you're, you know, you're just not a fucking bad bitch anymore. Uh, but I think part of that is definitely because when when we go out and we're single, like it's really easy to kind of feel empowered or feel like a bad bitch because of attention you might be getting from other people, from whoever it is that you're attracted to. Uh, and when you feel like, well, I'm not, I don't care about that feeling anymore because I have someone who this is the only person I care to be attracted to or care to have attracted to me. Then it almost feels like there's something missing about going out. And you're like, is there something wrong with me that I can't just enjoy being out and about without that feeling? Well, first of all, I just want to say I am right there with you. Like I was literally (laughs) talking to Ellie about this the other day because it can be easy to think that once once you're in a relationship, you're like, oh, people aren't finding me as like attractive anymore. I'm not being hit on as much. And and therefore like I've lost my spark. And I mean, Ellie, I think you just hit it straight on the head. Like it all kind of comes down to where your relationship with like validation from others lies. And I think more often than not, like we've been kind of like socialized to hold it to a very high standard. Like if you're sitting, if I think about it in, in this sense, um, Like if I'm putting on a hot ass outfit and I feel good, if I were to like sit at home in that hot ass outfit, would I still feel the same? Probably not because I want people to see what I look like and I want to be perceived by others. And I want to be like, I want people to see me and think like, oh my God, she looks so good. And that like, we have to be not too hard on ourselves on the fact that like being perceived by others and having like validation from the person that you're attracted to or like the the people that you're attracted to like does feel good of course it feels good it's hard to break out of that feeling of like well I remember in college if I went out and I didn't like talk to a guy or like make out with a guy or something I would feel like the night had been wasted like there was no point in me getting so dressed up um, putting makeup on putting my outfits on if I got no attention from the people I wanted attention from Um, and then kind of learning how to unlearn that and feel like okay it's still fun to go out when I'm not doing that and then when I was in a relationship having to once again take another layer off and be like okay like I'm not here to like, I like, I'm not going to flirt with anybody. I'm not going to 
so what do I do? <laughs> yeah, like how do <laughs> what I do? Have I fun? do? <laughs> yeah, you have how to like, do I enjoy it? You have to like learn how. There's no shame in that. I know that there. I feel like sometimes we're made to feel bad about something like that because it's like, okay, well, you shouldn't, you know, you should be dressing for you and you should be, um, every time you go out, you should be going out just to hang out with your friends and like dance and like, and sometimes I am, but like, I'm a realistic person that yes, I want to have sex and sex is a big motivator in my life. And when I go out, I'm not putting on a fucking corset because for, of my, for my health, yeah. I'm putting no. it on because my titties look great and I want people to be like, her titties look great. You yeah, know? no, it's... There's <laughs> nothing mean, it's wrong with that. Life. It's just a fact of life. And, you know, the thing about being in a relationship is people are still going to notice you and think that you're hot. That, that yeah. doesn't go away. It's just like a different thing because you know exactly who you're going to go home to. And that's nice. There's yeah. like a lot of like strength in that you can still be wild and safe at the same time like you can be someone who's trying new things and exploring and having crazy nights with your friends um and still come home to somebody who loves you you know like those two things are not exist yes it's not mutually exclusive those two things can exist in the same plane and like you can do both at the same time there's nothing inherently about I mean when you're in a relationship right you get in patterns and yeah that's normal. We all get into patterns with people. But if you're worried about things feeling, if you feel like old or boring or whatever, I mean, I get that. But separate from that, I mean, spice things up, you know, go go on yeah. a trip, try something new in the bedroom, like do something. We- I don't know. Do something weird. <laughs> do something weird, man. Piss on him. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But also like not kidding. Also, I don't like, know. If that's what you're into, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, I think it's also like ask yourself do you genuinely feel bored or is it like, do you feel as though that's like an external expectation yes. of like, Oh, I seem boring to others because like, I mean, I, I have that feeling too, where if I spend a night, like a, a Saturday night with my boyfriend and we just like go for a walk or like get ice cream or just stay in. And it's like, yeah, to some, maybe that seems really boring, but like, I I love you that. Had fun. And it feels good. If you if you're having fun and you like cherish those moments and you're like, damn, I'm actually really happy, then who the fuck cares? That's such about a good if point. other people think it's boring. Like they're not, they don't have to be in that moment. They're not sitting in the room being like, damn, this is boring. It's just you and your partner. And if that's what brings you joy, like then fuck all else, you know? That's <laughs> such a good point. No, it really is such a good point because I think even the way you said it, it's like. I feel like I'm 22 and I've aged 10 years. Like I'm not being like, quote, young and fun. It's like, but that idea of young and fun or boring, like those are all outside. They're external. Like what's fun to you? What's cool to you? If you, yeah, if you're having fun with your boyfriend, then it just, you're not being boring. Yeah. You're literally just, you're <laughs> like, why are you going? I mean, this is something I feel like you have to come to terms with as you get a little older, but it's like, What's the reason? Like, why are you going out? Are you going out because you want to be perceived as fun? Or are you going out because it actually is fun? And you're with people who you have a good time with. And you like going to that bar. And you like, you know, whatever you're doing and the friends you're with and like the people you're talking to and the outfit you're wearing. Like, everything should be about like what you enjoy, right? So if you're not, like, if you're having fun, who fucking cares? You're not boring. You're in love. you're nurturing a relationship and you're like growing with a partner and if anything that's like the least boring thing imaginable honestly like you I think it's like just 
reframing your own like understandings of like what is what is fun what is boring what is like what does bad bitch mean to you like Mm. understanding that like those frameworks can like change and like they probably will as you get older too like I know 100% this this person's young you're 22 like 22 I I remember like even a year ago like the things that I thought were like super fun like I if I were to do them now I'm like "Mm, that's not like as fun to me anymore and like sure maybe it's because I'm in a relationship but also like with time like you just learn or like you fall in and out of things like just because you don't find something fun right now or just because you don't feel like a bad bitch right now doesn't mean like that feeling will go away forever you know what I mean absolutely I also think finding ways to feel that validation um that maybe are a different from from how it was before like that's also valid I mean I remember that I would get dressed up when he was taking me on dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we would like go on dates like I would be really excited because I would get dressed up and feel really attractive and feel really pretty and I would force him to take a picture of me because obviously what are boyfriends for and I would post <laughs> that picture and people would be like you look great and it's like okay I got all the validation that I need you know I don't need to be going out at bars and having people you know what I mean like there are different ways yeah. to get that validation if you want that validation there's and there's truly nothing wrong with that I don't know why we act like it's such a bad thing I, okay I I like, understand the movement of like I post pictures for me I dress for me I do my makeup for me but it's girl, like why are we lying like why are we lying though like sometimes okay. I do absolutely but if I was gonna post yeah. a picture just for me then I wouldn't post that's it. called my camera roll baby that's that's called my camera roll like I want, I, like, take- <laughs> I want validate like of course I do I want people to tell me I'm pretty yeah and I think it's just like managing how much that validation like means the percentage you. that it affects you yes. you know and like yeah I mean at the end of the day like it sounds like you are enjoying being in a relationship and like mm-hmm. the validation from your partner like that should that should feel good, you know, like that. And it's not to say that that has to be like the only validation you need. Cause I think that's when you get into like murky water too. Like <laughs> that's not great. Um, but I mean, it's like this person knows you in such a like beautiful and like closer way than like most. And so sometimes like, if you're not feeling like, oh, I'm not getting like validation or like, attention from people who don't really know me, like kind of take a second and think like, okay, but the person that does know me more than most people in the world know me, like better than maybe anyone, like really loves me or, or like appreciates me. And, and that, I think that's, that's like, beautiful. That's, that's everything, incredible right? validation. Yeah. It's also, that means more, you know, yeah. it, just, it just does. Uh, so yeah, I, you, you're not like weird. You're not crazy. You're not like the At only all. person that feels this way. Everybody goes through this. I think it's one of the most normal things that mm-hmm. you'll experience, like just feeling like, I don't know, I, I have to like revamp my idea of what it means to go out, to get validation, to feel like a bad bitch. Like, what does it mean? And like, I, you know, you, you figure it out. I There are so many people who are in relationships that are the baddest bitch you know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like claudia baddest bitch i know thank you I'm in a like, beautiful girl, relationship <laughs> i'm i it's like i'm i'm so happy in a relationship but also i'm a sexy bee you are and you dress sexy and you go out and have fun still moral of the story tldr you're a bad bitch and you'll be fine just don't worry so much about it as the most normal thing in the entire world 
Yes, um, you are so normal. You're so normal. You're so normal. Bitch, you're so normal. It's crazy. It's so normal. It's crazy. Okay, let's get into our final voicemail of the show. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, so this voicemail, I listened to it and I gasped. And I had to play it for the show. So, <laughs> wait, I forgot you haven't heard it yet. So, this will be your, your first time, too. I'm scared. Okay. You I'm know ready. the gist. Okay. All right. All right, all right. Yeah. Hi, Ellie. Um, okay. So, I've been going on dates with this guy for about uh, two weeks now, and things are going really, really well. But last night when we were having sex, he, I think this was accidental, he said, God, I love you so much. <laughs> and I just pretended I didn't hear it, and he didn't acknowledge it. So we just moved on, and everything was fine. But now I can't stop thinking about it, and I'm really worried. What could that mean? <laughs> um, thank you so much. I really love your podcast. Bye. <laughs> no. I love that they neither of them acknowledged it. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, mm, who said that? <laughs> I was not there. Uh, I do not know what the, I don't know. I do not know what you're talking about. I temporarily the went through him. Deaf, like I didn't hear. I pretend <laughs> I do not hear it. Um. Well, I guess the most obvious explanation is that sometimes you say weird things during sex. Mm-hmm. Girl, you got that gorilla grip. Yeah, apparently. I feel like I've definitely been close to saying I love you during sex, like with 100%. people that I've like, honestly, okay, even like the first time I'll have sex with someone, like I've definitely, because sex is like, yes, sex it's is a, a lot of feeling. Yes, it is a lot of feeling. It is causing so many things to course through your body, quite literally, like mm -hmm. you it is the closest you could ever be with someone. They are literally, literally they're inside of you. Yes. Penetrative. If you're having penetrative sex, like that's probably the closest a human <laughs> being can be to you. And therefore, like if someone says like, I love you, it's like, okay, <laughs> this is kind of weird to say, but like, if you ever say call like a teacher mom, or if you ever like, <laughs> okay, okay. I'm, I'm going somewhere with this though. If you Freudian accidentally slip have called a teacher mom it's because like a teacher is like someone who is like maybe supportive and nurturing and like has the role of like mom when you're having sex with someone like even if it is casual sex quote-unquote casual it is still like a very close intimate personal thing that is oftentimes like those the feeling of intimacy is like that's what love is it's a feeling of intimacy and therefore to like say I love you it makes sense to say that during sex but it also doesn't necessarily mean yeah, that they love, they love you, you in the way. But like, I could understand why someone would accidentally say that. I could totally understand. And I, I would. I, I probably I said 100, it. One hundred percent. I probably yeah. said it. If or, I've ever said it, I'm sorry. Yeah. Again, if Unless you're listening we to this and I've ever said it and we weren't dating, sorry, I didn't mean it. Yeah, um, 
I I mean, I've certainly said weirder things than that, you know, yeah. like, like yeah. do you ever do you ever feel like crying after sex? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's yeah. so much like the dopamine and like the cortisol and like all this shit that's like built up and you're just like <sighs> No, it is it is truly like you you go into like an almost psychedelic like state. And this isn't to say that like the sex is so bomb that you're like tripping no, out, but it's, it's more just, just like, like the physical sensation of it can be yeah. very intense so your adrenaline's it, pumping like it, blood has to be flowing because blood is somewhere That's all I'm blood saying. is going somewhere but like obviously you're having a very i don't know i think as I much view, as we try to divorce emotion and sex yeah they're intrinsically linked I, I, yeah. I you know you're gonna feel a little emotional like it it's fine so he yeah, said i love and, you I don't think he's a psycho. Like, I don't think no. he's like a crazy person who's in love with you after two weeks. I think he probably just was having some some good sex and his brain said, I love you. And he said, I love you. <laughs> yeah. And that's fine. That is that is more than OK. And like him not acknowledging it, I'm sure. Honestly, he might not even remember he said it. But if he does, if he does, he's probably just choosing to be like, okay, I hope she didn't hear that. And like, he, yeah, let's just move on. Because I feel like if he meant it, he would have been like, hey, you know what so I said? So about what I said. <laughs> uh, so, I know it's soon and we've only gone on three dates, but I meant I it. I don't know. I don't know your middle name, but like, <laughs> I love you, you marry me? Like then you run. But at this point, yeah. I feel like we don't have enough evidence to run. It's just kind of yeah. like. He, he said something kind of weird. But again, I've said weird things during sex. I always want to cry after sex. Like, it's. I genuinely don't think that's the weirdest thing that one could say. Like, I, I feel like it makes it makes more sense than not. And I understand. Like, <laughs> it makes more sense than half the things you hear during sex. Yeah. No, literally. I So I, I understand being like a little like wary, freaked out about it. And like, I, I realized, too, like people talk a lot about like love bombing and things like that. <laughs> And I, I don't I can think understand. this is that this is not this isn't even like a love like spark. This is just like this is like a love. I don't know. Drop. He, he said, I love you. And what he meant was the sex is bomb. Yeah. He and, meant and you're like, a really cool I person. I feel really comfortable with you. Yeah. And my brain like, is equating that with I love you. Love. Yeah. Like I feel I feel safe. And I think also because of the God, I love you. It sounds like something you'd say during sex that doesn't mean I love you for who you are as a person and I deeply adore you. It's just like, God, I love having sex with you. Maybe he was talking to your vision. <laughs> Maybe he was like, God, I love you. And you're like, what? And he's like, Shh, not you. I'm talking to your vision. A vision. We're having a but conversation. Yeah. I, yeah. Sh- <laughs> I'm trying to talk right now. She speaks French. Uh, <laughs> she has COVID. <laughs> Your pussy has COVID. Your pussy. I, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. She's French and she speaks COVID. Nope. We. 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 No. So I would. I wouldn't freak out about it. The weirdest thing. I mean, I've told this story a hundred times. This happened to me when I was eighteen. The weirdest thing a guy ever said to me in like a sexual scenario was. Oh. oh. He, you know this? Yeah. He kept yeah. asking like if it was okay to like 
keep going further. But instead of saying it like, is this okay? He said, is this okay, little girl? Daddy just wants to make sure. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're like, we did not have a conversation about this. I would have rather he said, I love you. <laughs> You're like, I, I do not. I, I did not consent to this language being used in the bedroom. I, I, I never I never want to hear those words out of anyone's mouth ever again. Mm-mm. No, literally, like one time I was having sex with a guy and we were just like casually hooking up and I we'd already had like a prior conversation about like calling him daddy. And so I was like, OK, like that was a comfortable thing. I can do that. And then out of nowhere, Mm-mm. this man calls me mommy. Mm-mm. And I was That's like, not the same thing. Up. If you're daddy and I'm mommy, are we parents? What is Are we what's the role play here? Like, do we have like, to do it quietly to not wake up the baby? Up like, the, what? I was like, oh, hold on, <laughs> mommy, mommy is not sexy. Now, I don't think daddy is sexy, but mommy is not sexy. I was like, I'm not your mommy. You know when? Go- <laughs> I feel like you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm scared. You know when a guy ha- like is kind of. Sucking on your titty and yeah. he looks up and you're like, oh, my little baby. <laughs> literally, like, okay. Disgusted. It's literally the, when I see that, when I see men use the emoji, that's like the little anime, like, ooh, eyes. <laughs> I'm literally like, that's what a guy looks like when I look down and he's like sucking on my nipple. And I don't like it. Like, if I don't have to look at it, it's fine. If, when I actually see it, I'm like, oh, oh no. Oh, I feel, I feel horrible. No, I mean, like. Nipple stimulation literally causes oxytocin to like course through you, which is the attachment hormone. So like that's why because like we are biologically programmed to like if our nipples are stimulated, it's like, oh, we're feeding a child. We're feeding our (laughs) offspring. So therefore, when a man sucks on your titties, you're going to have some attachment. (laughs) Oh, ew. And makes sense. Makes sense. So I would Mm -hmm. say I but I never want to say I love you when he's when that's happening. I feel weird. Yeah. I'm like, I think this guy, honestly, he got off pretty, pretty, pretty great for <laughs> saying some weird shit in the bedroom. Honestly, yeah, as like, it goes, it, he could have been much weirder. It could have been much weirder. And like you said, the oh, God, like, I think he was honestly just like having like, an oh, God, this feels so good. But like it came out a little weird, came out a little weird. And and who among think, us? Yeah. Who among us? So I wouldn't dwell on it too much. I mean, I understand like it is odd, but like. I wouldn't keep let it keep you up at night. <laughs> I mean, uh, I if I were you, and I'm not you, but if I were you, I would continue to make fun of him with my friends for this uh, till the end yeah. of time. But I, <laughs> but it's not that serious. It's not that deep. No, unless unless uh, he does it again. Unless he does it again, and then you have to have a conversation. Like, hey, <laughs> this makes me feel weird. Yeah, you could be like, I don't feel comfortable with. Like, we, maybe we need to discuss where we're at. <laughs> I don't know you like you. that um <laughs> well besties i think that's all we have to say about that and in fact i think that's all we have to say for the whole episode let's do the song of the week um i'm really obsessed with this song i don't know how many of you have like seen this on tiktok this girl she posted it like a long time ago and she finally put out the full version of the song it's called kind of over it by maddie hicks it's like that one i don't know if you've heard say like, i'm kind of over it. i'm kind of over you I'm oh my god over. yes yeah she just put it out and it bangs honestly it really does it's a good yeah song. yeah so that is our song of the week this week i mean unless you have a song you'd like to contribute Oh, I've really been listening to Maggie Rogers' mm. uh, single that she put out oh. um, called That's Where I Am. It is so, so good. I highly recommend it. It's very good for uh, 
taking like a nice little walk. Oh, we love uh, a flirty, flirty little, little walk, walk. <laughs> if you will. So highly recommend. Uh, well, Claudia, thanks for hanging out this week. Um, and where where can we find you? Oh, my God. Um, well, you can find me on Instagram. Um, my hat is reverse <laughs> cowgirl. Uh, reverse spelled like reverse C-O-W-G triple R-L. <laughs> like um, girl. Yeah, like reverse cowgirl, like riot girl. Um, I also have a YouTube channel where mm-hmm. I talk about sex um, and like sexual wellness and that is called Pillow Talk. It's in my link in bio on Instagram because honestly, people still Google Pillow Talk on YouTube. And Ooh, like that Zane. song by Zane. <laughs> yeah, Zane comes up. So I get a lot of comments of people being like, POV, you, you were looking like, for <laughs> Pillow Talk by Zane, which honestly, I'm like, okay, SEO, I'm down. That works. That's a really um, good song. Yeah. <laughs> you can find me on there. It Your is, YouTube channel is so really good. good, but that song is is really good. No, seriously. Like, it got the hype it deserved, like when that came out. But I feel like we don't talk about it enough anymore. Really, good no, it's song. so good. I think it's gonna have like the same comeback that like Views by Drake had, where like yeah. people look back and they're like, "Damn, that was a great album," and we didn't give it enough credit. That's where you can find me. If you like the show, feel free to subscribe. You can, if you like me, you can follow me on Twitter at holy underscore schnitt, on Instagram at ellie underscore schnitt, or on TikTok at ellie schnitt. I don't really post on TikTok, but like maybe if more people followed me i would i'm kidding i really have not much to say on um if you want to call in and leave a voicemail first of all the number will always be in the like the show description of every episode it's also linked on my instagram profile as a highlight and i'll read it to you right now as well the number is 847-282-0462 that's 847-282 0462. If you like Taylor Swift, you can listen to my Taylor Swift podcast, Taylor Talk. We do every Monday, 8, 7, no, 7 p.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Super fun time. Um, And I think that's everything. Yeah. Kind of a mouthful. <laughs> All right. Well, I love you guys so, 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 so much. As always, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it more than you could ever know. I appreciate your support. Um, I love you guys. So yeah, as always, have a good day. Have a good night wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I hope it's a great one. Uh, and I'll catch you on the next one. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit BetterHelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-N-D.